The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. All these little pieces that we've done up to this point, like in business, right? I learned how to fold clothes, which got me to this point. And then I started a business and then I worked in an architect studio learning space design. And then I started my own design studio. And what I've realized is I'm taking pieces of all these things and then just throwing them into Lonely Ghost. We were not qualified to do anything we've ever done. I was not qualified to start the podcast. You were not qualified to start Lonely Ghost. But I think that every single thing we did, it gave us this special little magic potion that you cannot go to college and learn. But it was almost the audacity and the stupidity. That's what we acquired. We did not think Lonely would be what it is now. Like, let that be said. I have to say, this episode was so fun for me because it's so incredible to podcast with two people that we're so comfortable on the mic with. They just have this synergy, Wesley and Brano, with us and each other that really translates in audio. What's crazy is we were talking, like they've been coming on the show since the beginning, like over the years they've been here and many early listeners will recognize their voices as soon as they hear them. And it's it's crazy to keep catching up like every hundred episodes or so they come back on and it feels like you just talked to them yesterday. Honestly, these two people are some of the best energy ever. I'm obsessed with them as friends and also as podcast guests. I love this podcast personally. If you want to listen to other episodes they were on, you can search The Skinny Confidential, Wesley and Brano. On that note, we are going to welcome Wesley and Bronston Christensen back to The Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. They've been married for 15 years. They have three children together. In this episode, they talk about being broke, being young parents from the age of 20, running a hugely recognizable apparel company and social media. Now they're also learning how to raise a teenager while scaling a massive business. And we also talk about wellness, psychedelics, all different kinds of things. This conversation is honestly like you're at happy hour with all of us and you're just hanging out. Yep, we cover a lot of ground. And for those of you that are also interested in watching these episodes and not just listening, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. We just launched that. We have all current and new episodes going there and we're getting ready to put some archive episodes as well. So check that out. With that, Wesley Bronson, welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I have to say I'm so excited for this podcast because I walked in and told you guys this too. We didn't have to prepare for this. It's just like, you know, shoot the shit casual. And then right as we were about to get into it, I stopped and I said, wait, let's do it on air. And then you (laughs) compared me to Oprah. Oprah says this. She says she never wants to catch up with her guests before. She wants to just, as they're recording, they do the introduction. And I think there is some wisdom and it makes sense to me that you want to do this too. There was no wisdom or strategy. Lauren behind it. I just thought like it's fun for everyone in the audience <laughs> to hear us catch up on air, but yeah. I'll take the Oprah comparison. Yeah, Lauren, why like do Oprah. you think I'm always getting people on the mic? Because I don't want to lose any of the gold in the beginning. Okay. All right. Oh, my, so Michael's Oprah. Yeah, okay. Pretty much. okay. I mean, Michael's I, Oprah. Pretty much. Yes. Guys, but we've been compared before. You guys <laughs> have been on the podcast more than I think a lot of guests have. Like, I feel like this oh. is your third, fourth. Yes. Why? Bronson and I are like on the plane ride over here and we're like, why are they asking us back? We feel Chelsea Clinton was just on. We're confused. Well, you got we Uh -uh. we love talking to you guys and we love you guys. And also I feel like 
you I mean you've been coming on the show on and off since like early early like I was mm-hmm. trying I'm trying to, I'm gonna look it up while we're talking like you guys have been like throughout the whole I think we were one of your first 40 shows like yeah, yeah. way back in the day so I'm saying right? wait but you guys will always be invited on for the rest of time and I actually like love shooting the shit interviews more than like Same. certain like you know <laughs> I do know. Uh, I actually know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like no prepared. It's just like you can show up as your authentic self. But on the receiving end, on my side of the table, I I remember what it feels like because I'm the interviewer in my life. Like I have a podcast and I love being in your position and it feels like the hot seat being in this position. It's different. Do you go on other people's you shows? Guys go listen to her podcast too. You're, you have, I tell Michael this all the time, you have such a unique talent. You've had it. Oh, thanks. So we met on Instagram to give everyone a little bit of background through the American. Oh my gosh. No, yes. it was Jeff Holm. It was through, it was the bachelorette. He was on the bachelorette. How do, wait, people do we meet water through, days? People water. That was back when people knew people's Instagram name more than their own uh-huh. name. Like Facts. those days of kind of, <laughs> not to date They've ourselves gone. again, right? They've wait, gone. you were designing for people water. Yeah. I started that with Cody, the American. And so I don't know how we found each other, but we did. It was like a community. Yeah, really weird. But we've always just connected for some weird reason. We've always loved you guys. And like, here we are. No, Bronson and I talk about it. You guys like legit discovered us. It was so strange because you had the blog back in the day. You were one of the first big bloggers. The Skinny Confidential was big. And then I did a blog post on Jeff with one F, who the American was working for us then too. And we met through Suja Juice. We Wait. all did a juice cleanse together. Oh, yeah. We did the juice cleanse. We were all in a group text. And the way that you write and the way that you wrote on your own blog was so compelling. And like you could feel the emotions when you were writing. Mm-hmm. You just have such a raw talent. And so for you to do a podcast, in my opinion, makes so much sense to you because you know how everyone's like, I'm launching a podcast. Like, mm-hmm. no, you. Whoa, 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 Lauren. Careful, careful. <laughs> You, you should have a book and a podcast and a blog still. I would still read your blog all day long if you blogged all the time. Thanks. Well, do you know that I would not have my podcast if you didn't tell me? The last time we went on your guys' show, we were just shooting the shit. We went off and you were like, you need a podcast. And I'm not saying this to be nice. I'm not like fluffing your shit up. You need a podcast and you need it yesterday. And I went home. I went on Amazon and I spent $250 and we bought podcast stuff and I started within the next month with no plan, with no thought about what it would be. And this is the thing about you that I wish people knew because we've known you now for 12 years. Like this has been a 12 year long that. thing. Man, crazy. Like we knew Michael when Michael was behind the scenes. He had he had nothing to do with the you were working for Jetbeds yeah. or something, Michael. Like it was something. Yeah, not this. A, no, no, not it's definitely not this. It was yeah. not this. Michael's Googling Brano and Wesley the City Confidential. You know why? Because I was looking it up and I know, okay, so like I see number two twenty. So oh episode sixty one. That's what pops up. When yeah. was that? That was no, May of 2017. Wait, we've known you guys for 12 12 years. You know what's so crazy is I will never forget you posted your daughter, your first daughter, Mm -hmm. Zuri, Mm -hmm. and most beautiful little girl. And and then you had another one and then you had another one and you told me about boys. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you guys are in it right now. <laughs> the boy. We're it's starting different. to be like the energy's starting to come out. You totally. guys, how is he? How is it? It's amazing, but I'll never forget whenever I'm looking at him, that story that you told me about your son on the freeway. Or something. Yeah. He <laughs> escaped naked out of oh. my house and walked down to a main a freeway. And I was just like, an angry old lady returned him. And rightfully so. Like, if you found a naked, alone child crawling in a busy street, you'd be pissed, right? And she knocked on doors until someone answered and they're like, oh, that's my kid. It was me. It was me. I had no idea he was gone. He escaped. And I'm like, that's just Ozzy. I'm a good mother. I'm an attentive mother. That's him in a nutshell. He's wild. <laughs> How old exactly? Not even a, I think he was made like 12, 13 months. Oh my Michael God. would fucking, Michael's like more like ma- ma- maternal. I'd be like the old lady. Oh. I'd, be, I'd, be, oh, yeah. I'd be dressed as the old lady. Too. I'd come he, out would, and I'd... he would like, he's, he, he told me the other day, he's like, don't forget to pick Zaza up at school. I'm like, what kind of mother do you think I am? He's like, my wife. Yeah, I was like the person that I've known since I was 12 years old. That's literally late to everything and forgets, you know, everything. You guys, it's a big deal. So the boy's giving you a run for your, for your money, huh? It's just a different energy. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's a heavier palpable it's a palpable energy lumbering like aggressive but quietly confident and quietly aggressive energy mm-hmm. you know Zaza I mean? wakes up slow and delicate and this guy wakes up and he's just like let's go <laughs> how old is he he's nine months oh, oh you're, you're not even one? in the right ra- you've got time like, oh like she's like six months and two days yes. i'm like well, how old is he again <laughs> <laughs> You guys, we are on the other end of this now. So listen, our boy, Ozzy, he's nine. Is he nine or eight? Eight. He's eight. He's eight. I always do that. I always... Always does that. Like, she wants them out or it feels like you want them out No, I'm just preparing for what's coming. I don't want them out. I want them to stay. How old is the oldest now? 14. 14, almost 15. How has that been for you? Holy fuck. It's like, it's amazing. But a part of us thought it'd get easier. And it's not. It's like the older they get, the bigger issues. Or, <laughs> the bigger issues Or get. just like she has her own feelings now and like kids are assholes, you know? But at the same time, it's so amazing. Like she's, I'm, I'm bringing her on work trips right now. She's like rolling into meetings and going to factories with me last month. And like, it's rad to show her that and let her experience that. Well, it's the it's like a manipulation on our end. It's the only way that we are able to spend time with her now. Like she's going to be a sophomore next year. And like unless we get her out of our hometown, physically take her just somewhere independently from her friends with us, we don't see her. She's not around. The girl thing that you're talking about, it like the boys are gnarly when they're young. The girls are gnarly when they're older. And you are going to love this little guy. He's going to be like your little saint. The boys are easy. Girls, watch out. The Zaza, the yeah, Zaza Michael. coming up. Holy shit! We Zuri has a boyfriend. No, no, a no, legit no. boyfriend, Martin. He's like in our life. Like Martin is everywhere we go. He's on vacations with Martin? us. Martin. How do we feel about this guy, Martin? Martin's great, but like I don't know how bad we can bash never a fourteen year old on the show. <laughs> and yeah. so I don't like that. You know, it's like we like Martin. We just don't like the fact that we never see our daughter anymore. It's a real thing. Yeah, but, I I feel like I was working so much when they were young, and so I was away. And now that I just want to like hang with them all the time, she's just with her boyfriend. And so that's hard. It's like a sick, sick trick that life pulls on you. Is she more like you or you? God, I think she's a little bit of our most wild sides. Like Zuri is a, to her core, 
wild child. She says she's not going to college. She doesn't understand a job. She's, she'll never have a boss. And we are just like, my, what is this one going to do with her life? But also like, me too. Like I get sheet Bronson. Like she's you. Yeah. 50% of each of you. Yeah. Yeah. But like she's cute, which is real scary. You, I was telling Michael in the car that you guys have been married at our age for probably the longest of anyone we know. How long have you guys been married? Oh, it's going to be 16 years. Yeah. We're 35. <laughs> so when did you guys get 19, married? 19, right? No. 19. 19. Yeah. I remember I was 19. Somebody. Yeah. When we got married and then had a baby at 20. So looking back now that you're the age that you are and you could see like a whole perspective in retrospect, what is is it crazy that you had a baby at 20 when Zuri's 14? Like, <sighs> how do you look at that now? Now it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Right? Like she's only five years away and I'm like getting a heart attack thinking about it. But it's also kind of cool in a way that you guys are such young parents. Like you're probably going to meet your great grandkids. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I feel like we did. I feel like we cheated the system. Like we're young. We're like, like it was probably really challenging in a lot of ways at the time because you guys were so young, but then also maybe ignorance is bliss because you were also so young. Totally. Guys, we were, I don't, I don't wish this on anyone, but having kids, I had all three kids by the time I was 25. Bronson, done. Done. Yeah. Done with kids by the time we were 25. Bronson was in like the hardest working years of his life. I mean, we were dirt poor, doing internships, living in odd places. And the fact that we did that huge chunk, it's, it's a hard time no matter whether you're set where you're like stable whether you're older 35 like that's a hard time of life right where you two are with like your exact age kids we were done and now we get this like bliss bubble in our 30s where the hard years are over we're more established and like our friends are just starting to have kids we only have i mean how many years left Ronce? eight yeah. eight years left we're more than halfway done and we're like You'll be, think you'll it's be the wisest under 45 when you're done, huh? Yes. Wow, yes. That's pretty, yeah, that's wild. Kids out of the house. Everything's set, settled, seamless. And you're done. Done, done. You're done, done. Vasectomy done. Oh, you got him clipped? Yeah. Did it hurt? Yeah. And I paid extra <laughs> to get like the gas. And the second they put the mask on my nose, they snipped it. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck no. I see, Lord, I'm not doing it. I'm not. It's, it I don't sucks, know. but do it, it just, you oh my can God, do, it. do it. Yeah, it hurts. I mean, they, they like snip your balls. <laughs> he said that he could feel it, like actually like recoil into his body. Like the snipping. No, had Lord, a... no. <laughs> and then you like smell like, like a burn because no. they like solder it. <laughs> it sucked, but. Whoa. Someone that we know got him clipped and then their husband made them redo it. You mean to their wife? Have an, or their wife made them redo it to have another kid. Why? She, she changed her mind. That's not, that's works? what I pinned on my Pinterest I don't know. If that, I think that's a myth or a legend. No, but. I really, no, it's microsurgery. I looked it up after. So this is the truth about the vasectomy. Yeah. I had a, like the minute it was done, I was so done with it. And then like eight months creeped by and I was like, oh no. Like, I think we, like, I could just have one more really fast. It could be the caboose. It was like this really maternal thing. Lauren, are you feeling this? Like, you don't know for sure when you're done. Like, how do you know? I, it's so fucked because <laughs> you, like, hate being pregnant and gaining weight and all the fucking things that comes with it. And then you're like, oh, I miss when they were in my stomach. Yes. And I'm like, what kind of sick, twisted <laughs> fuck am I? It's twisted. It's messed up. I don't think I'll ever be done. But now I just get to think about grandbabies in a weird, twisted way. Like, I'm just going to, like, move that on over to the grandmother section. Well, like, who knows if your kids are going to follow it. But like, you, your kids potentially in the next, this is going to sound crazy to you. In four next, years. Yeah, yeah, four to 10 years, but all of them, right? <laughs> Could have kids 
And then no. if you wait another 25 years, which you guys, so like, let's call it 30 years, you guys will be in your 60s. Yeah. You could meet great grandkids, which is wild. You guys, we're from Utah. My great grandma is living right now. Like yeah, this right is like, now. This is not like an uncommon thing. No, you guys, this is just where we're from. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're talking about like, this is just our roots. This is normal for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. One thing that's we... crazy about both of your evolutions that I've, that I've watched is that when we first met you so long ago, it was kind of very, very taboo to even talk about religion. Like, oh it was gosh. it was like very like people kind of didn't talk about it. And now all these years later, you have people like Heather Gay coming mm-hmm. out and writing her book on Mormonism. And you go on TikTok and you see people coming out about all these bloggers that kind of never said anything. You guys sort of were the pioneers in starting to question things. Yeah. Like publicly. Yeah, that was a thing. I, like I could I didn't have the vision to think. I never thought what's happening right now would ever happen. I just was so fucking tired of pretending and acting and feeling like a fake person. Like half of these people believe that we're one way. Half these other people believe that we're another way. And I started talking about it a long time ago, like questioning it, leaving those things behind and just speaking about it publicly. And it has been a phenomenon. Utah, I mean, it is the culture at large. It's been that way for 150 years. And right now it is literally like there are sects of people like, Mormons and non-Mormons and people deconditioning de- from Mormonism. It is like a culture of its own. It is wild to witness with my own eyes. I never thought it would happen. You also see like mom talk where it's like, oh my God. They want to like swing and like drink and like yeah. let loose and pop puss. <laughs> pop. But like they also. What does that mean? Pop, I always say that. It's like pop puss. Like you want to like pop your puss. <laughs> Uh, I can't. Com- I can't comment it's on that part Michael. of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't what know. is she doing at home? Listen, She's I would not. I would not have been a good Mormon. Let's let's get real on that. No, I would have gotten kicked out. But you, you guys were kind of the first like pioneers on the internet to question, to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. how has that evolved? How did it start? How did it evolve? And where is it now? Well, now I'm annoyed. It's like we've been. We've. This for us has been a ten year thing. Like we have done the D deconstructing like we're what good does that with mean? it I don't know what that means it means that you literally have to ge- deconstruct your belief system because it is so embedded into your DNA that you don't know how to be a living operating person without these belief systems just like overriding your truth give me an example like and maybe you could each give me an example of Browns, something example? that when you were little that you thought to be true that now you are like that is not true so my best friend growing up they weren't Mormon and so it was like really I had a really like bad pit in my stomach going to their house because they weren't Mormon, even though I loved him and he was like a better human than most of the Mormon kids. Him just not being Mormon and seeing like his mom drink a coffee, that would make me sick to my stomach. Like you were doing something wrong that you weren't and you were or you were in a place you weren't supposed to be. Yep. Like it was a bad feeling. You like you'd get bad feel. Like drinking coffee was a big one. If I saw someone smoking, I would think that they were like akin to a murderer. Yeah. Like a bad guy. Like a bad guy on the streets. What's so interesting to me is you two to me are like now. I don't know if it's because of the work you've done. Like it's your your authentic self to me is nothing like what you just described. I know. That's why it was so hard because I think we grew up wanting to be good. There's this there's this thing as a child you want to be accepted by your parents, you want to be accepted by your community and God. Like if like we're talking Mormonism, it's all about like returning to heaven in the afterlife. So it's that over it it overrides your system. Like you just want to be good and to be good you got to follow the rules. So we had our authentic selves, 
but both of us never fully expressed them until we found each other. And that is when the wheels came off. We got wild. We got rowdy. We broke all the rules. But you also had a baby at 20. Does that have to do with you guys loving each other, Mormonism, or both? All of it. All of it. It was just everything. I don't, yeah, I think it was all of it. It was the normal thing to do. So we, when I did get pregnant, we were just like, oh shit, let's get married. It's not a big deal. I feel like. We just did it quicker. Like you're supposed to get married at 21 after you come home from a two-year mission. And then you get married. But they want you to get married right after the mission and then have kids and then we raise them. We just got pregnant first. So yeah. we just skipped a step. We just skipped a step. So what's something- so it's like, are you absolved if you do that and then get married? It's like, hey, it's okay. You guys just like yeah. jumped ahead. Yeah. But if you didn't get married, it'd be like a big thing. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. Cultural outcast. What's and- something that you look back on that you're like, this is weird? I think modesty in general. Like I thought that like if I would wear a tank top, it was bad or that something bad would happen to me. Like it's a very superstitious religion. Like if you don't, if you're showing your skin and something bad happens to you, it's because you're showing shoulders or you're showing your legs or you're showing your belly. There's like the blame's on you. You're also both so attractive that it's like you guys probably got in trouble all the fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Wesley probably showed her wrist and they were like, you're out. (laughs) You guys, we had such a weird upbringing because I moved every other year so I would live in Utah and then I would move to Colorado and I did that like a ping pong I would go between states so like one hyper religious community to like the wild wild west which was Colorado and it was like this juxtaposition of culture in my mind that I could not rationalize I was never Mormon enough in Utah and then I was too Mormon in Colorado and I never felt like I belonged anywhere it was the weirdest thing so then Bronson and I meet we get married have a baby And we move away. We move to California and he is doing all the odd jobs. I'm just sitting there with my kids and the the lid starts to come off of my own consciousness. Like I get away from it all long enough. And I think having children totally ignited this fire that like I think was always there and I never let myself feel. But I I didn't want my kids to grow up with all this fear that we grew up with, with all of this shame and judgment. And it never felt like love. It never felt like God. But I could not separate myself from those beliefs. Like I couldn't figure it out. And so in the religion, when you're eight, you get baptized. And that's when like they start laying on the stuff heavy. So Zuri was eight. We're going through all like the the processes of getting her baptized. And something inside of myself was just like, no. Like that's the most, the worst thing I've ever done was like listen to myself. Because they tell you not to listen to yourself listen to the authorities, listen to the organization, listen to the institution. So that me putting my foot down. And then I was scared to talk to Bronze about it. I was like, Bronze, I don't feel good about this. Like, I don't understand what this means. This is Satan. This is, what is this? And he was just like, yeah, I don't believe any of it. I'm out. Like it was so <laughs> yeah. easy for you. Yeah, but that so was the pivotal you? moment was the eight year old, right? Because that's when you like get baptized and then you're, you've got like duties and you're in classes and all that and I didn't want to be fake to my kid I didn't want to act a certain way because you didn't believe it totally yeah, but so he you, never said that even to me like I you didn't could, yeah no. but we never went to church like we were Mormon and only went like a few times over years yeah. and then Zuri turned eight and we're like hey this doesn't feel right to us why would we go and put her in this space where people are going to tell them that their dads are their, their parents are back because we're drinking coffee that's real, right? So instead of that, and then her being all confused, we're just like, look, it's not for us. And was and she like, whatever? When she's eight, she's like, whatever. Yeah, she, she the even, kids they, did I don't even not skip a beat. They're yeah. so happy. They're like the happiest things. But for him and I, it was a big undoing. This is when we had this, you guys, this is when we got into wellness. 
because it ate us up so much inside. It was, you're talking about like the pioneers, like we were the pioneers of our own lives. We, our parents are like this. Our grandparents are like this. Our great grandparents are like this. Us diverging from this way of life was literally like a life unknown. And and remind me, maybe you've told us before, but it's been so long. Are your parents still in the Mormon church? And are they like, is that all my, yeah, my parents are fully in, they've got callings. They're like serving and it's what makes them happy. And so but they're okay I want with that you. for them. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think that they see where our intention is. Like we are good people, you know, it's just Perfect. like we're not going to go to <laughs> this church that we have to act this certain way to have a great life. Also, I'm going to say this in a delicate way and we can cut this if you want me to cut mm-hmm. this. You guys aren't followers. No. You're natural rule Thanks. breakers. You're here. It's, it's impossible. It was impossible. not followers. You never have been. And no. so I can imagine when you're little and you don't have each other that there's no one to sort of have that confirmation bias. With. Yes. But I'm sure you didn't raise followers either. And I guarantee you, if you had gone through with that when she was eight, you would be having some they trouble would right now. Buck the system. They already are totally. bucking the system and they have so much freedom. But it's really what brought us, like Bronson and I were talking before we were here, like all these little breadcrumbs throughout our life, like the things that we did initially that we had no idea where they would bring us 15 years later, it's all happening. Like you're married 15 years. You got kids old enough to like fully understand like they're, they're their own individuals now. And we are seeing the fruits of our labors that we planted back then that we didn't even know we were planting. And we are so grateful for the hardships. We're so grateful for the weird jobs that we did. I mean, Bronson, you did how many odd end things? I mean, his very first thing was you made a you, a pattern for a hoodie. And oh, I we know were, you were doing we, like the festival stuff too. Yes. Yeah, that was Water. a part. I remember when we went to Mexican food and margaritas oh. and you were like, I have this idea of this mouse. I'll let, I mean, I'll let you tell. Oh, a ghost mouse. Gosh. Yeah, that's where you guys are like, we were talking. It's like you guys see people before they see themselves. Like that's what's so awesome about you guys is you really saw that in me. You said it. You, you saw it about Wes and she started it. You I know? tell stories about Ghost Mouse still to this day. I say, I have this friend and he was a designer and he would put this little mouse hidden in these campaigns. Yes. People are like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, I thought it was so creative at the time. But no, I think like you, I mean, we can't take anywhere. You you guys have done everything no, but yourselves. You, but, but it's so important that we had people like you who we respected who voiced it because totally. we're just over here spinning our heads, like trying to make ends meet. And you guys were like doing shit. And for you guys to see us, we were like, maybe we're on to something. It gave, I think it's important to speak where you see truth into people that you admire. Like if you see something in someone, say it. You don't know if they've never heard it ever in their lives. We hadn't. So people like you came yep. into our lives and they're like, you could do this. You don't need a partner. You could do this on your own. And that little a phrase that you probably don't even remember saying carried him through the next, what, five years of business? Yeah. Well, it's also like, what did I say? You said, why are you working with people? You could do uh, this on your own. That's such a Michael Blasek thing yeah. to say. Go ahead. But, <laughs> well, because I, mean, I think, and this is, I mean this honestly as a compliment to, to many people. I, I think some people you can see are already successful in life, whether they've actualized it from a financial means or built, like you can already see like they're successful, but it may t- like take some time. And like, there's just something about certain people that, I don't know, maybe... I recognize sometimes early where I'm like, oh, that's a successful person. And it doesn't mean like, oh, they've built a huge business or they have a bunch of money. You just know that that's what it's going to happen. Mm. And that's why maybe I said that because I was like, hey, like, and and not to throw anyone under the the bus, but like you were working with all these people. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like that's, that's the person that should be doing 
all of this. Mm-hmm. Other people that are in that group are great, but they're they were lucky to be with you, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You said yes, that. thank you. Yeah, that's what yeah you said. and honestly, like you saying that kind of changed our trajectory. And so we find ourselves really finding that in people too. Right. Mm-hmm. You see and it, you calling it. it out because it was such a big thing for us that like it doesn't seem big for you guys. You probably don't really know that you said that, but it was just this different perspective of someone that you do trust and that you that they're doing things, you know? And what you it respect. is is you you recognize the pattern later in other people because you've been there before. Oh, yes. yes. Where you're like, hey, I know I have the potential and I have the ambition and like the talent to do something. Other people haven't recognized it. And then when you see that in another person, mm-hmm. it's easy to spot. It's easy to spot. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's that thing. I think with you too specifically, Brano, is that a lot of people that you worked with in the past, past, past that we met would try to keep you small because you were so talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they tried to put you back in the jack, the jack in the box because they were afraid if you got out that you wouldn't need them, which <laughs> they, would they were hide. right. <laughs> <laughs> they would keep totally. him at the back corners because he was going to get headhunted. If people knew that he right. was doing what he was doing, then they would just scoop I in. Mean, I mean, I was him. I'm like, hey, can we design this? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like th- really, they didn't want yeah. to p- sort of put him in front facing mm-hmm. because they were worried and about, you know. But the smarter thing to do is just like for people that are in that position is be like, create something new and partner with that person. Like if know, someone, know, if someone but... that's going to outgrow you is already going to always outgrow you. Like you're not going to stop that. It's just a matter of it's today or tomorrow or yeah. next year, right? It's like there's smarter Be- ways to go about Before I get that. into your, both of your evolution as very serious business people in a fun, youthful way, I my question that I wanted to ask you is how do you guys keep it hot and sexy after 16 I years, which is so inappropriate if, if you guys were going to be like, hey, Lauren, we're still Mormon, which I know you're not, but like, how do you guys like, what's what's the the sauce? What are you going to say? Amazon.com. <laughs> really? What's on Amazon? Wes, you, you want to tell us? Tell me what's on I Amazon. Like, Give me some specifics. Oh, is it woo? I'm sweating. We do use woo. Yeah, woo is great. You guys yes. sent it to us one time. Now I buy it every single time. No, get us we'll on a subscription. No, we're going to get you really some love it. We got to send you the shag juice yeah. and the disco stick. We don't have that. We don't have either. Oh, we just have the woo. The new, um, it vibrates it? your G spot. So not what? your clit. We'll send it to you. You stick it up your vagina. It does your G spot. So like if your partner's being lazy, you just stick it up there and you get get, get a G spot orgasm. Lumoreplay.com slash skin. There's nothing wrong with lazy sex. Now you know. No. Two kids, you're tired. Oh, you bend it over. Let's, it's the best. Yeah, it's just like that. we're tired. But you guys, seriously, one one night I felt like I was like drinking in bed. It's like late nights. Bronson's working. I'm like, we gotta really spice it up. It's been 13 years. Like some like some this is gonna die out if we don't do something. I'm on Amazon. I've never bought like true lingerie in my life because I've had children since I was 19. Like going in tow into a lingerie shop just wasn't my my thing. So I'm on Amazon. I start looking up lingerie, sex toys. And I'm like, there is a plethora. Like, have you ever shopped for lingerie on Amazon? I've shopped for lingerie, but not on Amazon. <laughs> do it. Shit, I'm going to go shop like, on, it, do an Amazon storefront. You better be careful. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people can opening you do, wait, packages at home. Right can you actually God. do an, do you have an Amazon storefront? No, I don't even know how to do that. I'm going to tell you okay. how to do it. Can you do a page that's like Wesley's lingerie picks? Yes, it is wild. Like this, it, so this is this is our this is our new revised life hack. Bronson and I go away at least every four to six weeks. We go get a hotel. I do my Amazon haul. He doesn't know about any of it. Like just this trip, we're staying at the proper. We love it. So I buy Obviously this like shit. Amazon get up, and it has a zipper down the crotch. 
I kid you not, this was yesterday, yesterday, we're unzippering the zipper crotch. It snags my actual vagina lip. Oh. I zipped it. I unzipped <laughs> my vagina. And But like the laughter that that, right? Ron's like, yeah. that's a part of the fun. Yeah. Like, I just think we <laughs> laugh. We just try Ron to make it like, funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it got me a like, little bit. And he's like, take it off. This thing is teeth. It's scary. It's It was horrifying, but funny. And I think that that's a part of the so spice. So go like, get your, fr- your vagina lips stuck in a zipper thong. <laughs> yes. I might, you might need to send me a link to that it's zipper. It's hot. It's actually pretty damn sexy. Yeah. I think it was $12. It's made out of fake leather. I don't need, it's plastic and it's fun. Get a zipper thong. Yeah, get a zipper yeah, thong. I think you have to, I mean, maybe this is not like an option for everybody, but I think you have, you like when you have all these kids running around, you have to like get out. You have to go you gotta make sure. You guys, you we have don't to. even, Rons, we don't even do date nights. People are like so shocked when they hear that we've never had an outstanding date night. Oh, this is night. a passive aggressive statement. She's she's telling no, you that the, you should do date nights. I know, you know that? I know. We need to. I, we really don't do date nights, which is wild. We never have. Because that's like probably something that you should do to keep things good, right? Well, whatever you guys are doing is working. We don't have like a strict date no. night protocol. You guys, the schedule kind of kills the fun for me. Like, don't you think? Yeah, we don't. We don't. Oh, like, we don't have a strict protocol. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're not scheduling sex or like scheduling date nights. Like, no. A lot of people have asked Michael and I how we wake up and we don't really use an alarm. What we use is a hatch. So if you don't have a hatch in your room, you're missing out on this. Okay. Basically, it's a gradual sunrise alarm that wakes you up gently. As I always say, I want to be woken up like a cat. This wakes me up like a cat. It's a slow wake up. So I don't have a phone next to my bed. My phone is in the other room. It's on airplane mode. So it's a phone free routine. I don't look at my phone in the morning. And this has really helped with that. So if you want to break your late night scrolling habits and ease into a sleep with a sunset puts you to bed. I use the guided meditation when I sleep. It turns the room like red. And it gives you this really pretty guided meditation that Zaza even looks forward to, puts me to sleep, and then it wakes me up super slow, like I said, with a sunrise. I feel like it lowers my cortisol and it looks so cute on the bedside. I I like the white one. I'm obsessed with it. It helps me wind down at night and wake up. It's incredible for someone who, like Michael and I, are really into the circadian rhythm. Anyway, you have to try this out if you haven't. It is such a hack. Make space for rest in your life with Restore 2 by Hatch. You guys, the one I like, Restore 2. Head to Hatch.co and get free expedited shipping on your new Restore 2 so you can start feeling well-rested ASAP. Anyway, you have to try this out if you haven't. It is such a hack. I'm telling you, the best hack. I just came off of a vacation. It was so relaxing and amazing. And I brought my probiotic, which is by Just Thrive Health. You saw it on my stories if you follow me on Instagram. But I've also started taking a psychobiotic with the probiotic. It really helps it to work. And it's also by Just Thrive and it's called Just Calm. I was initially recommended this by a microbiologist that came on the podcast. And he said, when you take a probiotic with a psychobiotic, it's really amazing. So the psychobiotic just helps you with stress. And stress is at the root of nearly everything that makes life feeling harder. So think sleep loss, low energy, irritability, illness, and a psychobiotic really helps with this. I feel like stress is something that more people are talking more and more about. Two out of three people report feeling extreme stress. 
So if you are doing a probiotic, you should try a psychobiotic with it to manage stress. And of course, I'm such a fan of the brand Just Thrive because they have more clinical research than any other product on the market. And it's one of the only brands that survives the trip to the gut. So when you take the probiotic, it actually gets to your gut. So if you want to manage your stress and you want to have better sleep and beat bloat and just really get your digestive issues under control and manage your gut, you have to check out Just Thrive products. They have everything you need on the site. We have a code for you as always. It's skinny90. So you're going to go to justthrivehealth.com with promo code skinny90. And a reminder, I like the probiotic and the just calm. Use code skinny90 for 20% off of a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive probiotic and just calm at justthrivehealth.com. All right. Michael started taking colostrum and he was raving about it. Basically, what he was using it for was to fuel his fitness performance and recovery. And so I started kind of just like watching him do this. He would do it every morning. He would do this little packet. The brand's called Armra. And he would put it in water over ice and he would drink it down. I became really interested in the brand. So I started trying it recently And I just like fell in love with it. I think colostrum is absolutely incredible. I put colostrum on my skin all the time. And so to have a supplement with colostrum is incredible. Colostrum, if you don't know, is the first nutrition we receive in life and acts like a source code for the body. So it contains all the essential nutrients we need to thrive. And the benefits are like endless. It's crazy. It reactivates hair growth and glowing skin. It also really helps with strength, mobility, recovery, which is what Michael uses it for. And then it's incredible for the metabolism. It comes in this little like skinny packet. You just open it up and you put it in your water. You could even do it with like electrolytes. You could make like a little cocktail, whatever you want. I love the taste of it. And they say that you should only mix it with cold liquids. You could also do a dry scoop in your mouth. And this is great for your oral microbiome, which I think is very interesting. So if you want to try this concentrate of colostrum, you can check out their site. We have a code for you. Michael and I have used our own code. You're going to visit tryarmra slash skinny and use code skinny at checkout. You get 15% off your first purchase. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A dot com. Use code skinny. You get 15% off your first order. And you can also follow them on Instagram at tryarmra. I think that if you get the, to the point where you're scheduling sex, I, that's a red flag. Yeah. Like no. you just got to do it in the middle of the day. You yeah. sneak into a corner with the kids home and that's how you it's keep it spicy. It doesn't <laughs> seem sexy to schedule. Like, no. Oh, here I go. Yeah. Oh. We got it in 10 minutes. No, it's 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 not sexy. Sometimes you just got to pull the penis out or pull, pull the thong out. And sometimes it's you just, just rolling give road over. Head. Road a surprise road head <laughs> is just I don't know if road head is your thing. It. You I mean, never know, Lauren. where we're going and what we're, where we're yeah, at. I think it's just a, try it. Okay. In a dark night, like not on a on a residential road, you know. You My know friend roads. when she was born. See, the problem that I got, you got to clarify with that with Lauren because we'd be going down to pick up our kid from school and you're yeah. like, here we go. I'm like, no, no, no. Keep it spicy. <laughs> My friend when she was single would bring her vibrator in her car and use it in traffic. No, God, no. That like the truck drivers can see. That's no. where I draw the line. 
<laughs> yes, you LA know, traffic. You know why there is a double standard? So like everyone's like, ah ha ha, laughing girl using the Bible. If a guy was rolling down the road right. just beating <laughs> off in his car and people rolled up next to him, that is so true. People would call the Bronx. police. Oh. Be going to jail. I would. I would be like, who is that? Sick. I would think he was sick. If oh, a girl did, I'd be like, yo, yeah. I don't get it. So true. <laughs> you imagine you just see me rolling down the road jerking off. Like that guy's going to jail. Is that that dear media guy? <laughs> Yeah, okay, so true. so we need HR's zipper thong. Me. Is there any other little things you do that don't have to do with sex that like keep you guys stimulated intellectually? Maybe I think it's our businesses. We have a lot of fun coming up with ideas together, and people yeah. say that that kills a marriage. No. I think it really kind of keeps ours. Yeah, going. she's like been my secret business partner since we've been married. You know, she knows how to run all of my businesses with me, and I think saunas and like that's where we connect and that's where we're, our date nights are. It's like getting freezing in our ice bath and then getting in the sauna. And we just talk. I yeah. mean, we're really stupid, simple, family oriented. Like we really love being at home. We really like each other. Like I prefer being with you more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And we just, we're simple. We like to eat food in our bed and watch the hangover. And like that simplicity and laughter and play and connection, I think is, is what, has kept it alive for no I, I think that's life. the i think that's a secret like i don't I, I hear all these routines and regiments same thing like we take walks we'll go to the sauna we'll yeah. go to the we do this like lauren is obviously not my secret business partner anymore she's like <laughs> is my business partner but but i told her the other day i was like I, I, we were sitting on this flight and we had to go to new york and i won't tell the whole story because lauren gets freaked out but the, the flight was supposed to take off at 6 p.m oh you're telling the whole story and it ended up not <laughs> taking off the story 45 times until please shut the hell okay. up <laughs> until 2 a.m Oh, no. And then we were sitting there. We landed at 7 a.m. on a flight. We were supposed to get in at 10 and then had to do back-to-back -back interviews. And I looked around. I'm like, there's no other person that would just like stick through this with me. And like we would like we were both pushing each other and holding each other. And I'm like, that she's the best business partner I've ever had. Yeah. I've yeah. Had. You know what I mean? Yep. Tell them what Charlie Munger said. I don't remember. Well, I mean, he's about things. how your partner is like the most important pe person. What well, I think he's, I think Warren Buffett. I think a, oh, lot, of the, Buffett, a lot of these guys have said that. No, it's true. I think the person you pick in your, that's going to be your partner in life is the most important thing you ever decide right Most i think important like businesses aside all that like the person you decide to build a life with have children with all that like that is the i think the single most important decision you'll ever make in your life it 100%. is so true a lot of people make the wrong decision unfortunately and that's why i think it gets really challenging for i people. think people make a list and they think that this person has to check off this and this and this and this and this and we did none of that i just liked him so much and we were so young so naive so stupid and the the thing that really I just am, it's very true and evident now to me in our mid 30s is that I have been a hundred versions of myself and he has always been my cheerleader for each weird version. He's like, OK, you want to do this now. You want to do this now. You want to do this. Like I've never been held to who I was when we met. And I have definitely there's been times it's been harder for me where I'm like, wait, what? Who are you? Who did I marry? You're into what the fuck now? <laughs> but like, I think that us giving each other massive amounts of freedom only brings us closer together because I'm like, I'm an individual. He's an individual. We still like each other. It kind of is the secret sauce. Like, Why just go, you so, be you. Like, hard to understand that you have to like the person that you're married to. It's I like a know. weird concept. That is one thing Charlie Munger said. He said, you want to have a miserable life, try to spend a life trying to change your spouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I agree with, right? Yeah. Same. So take us back when a kernel of the idea happens with Lonely Ghost. You guys said your secret business partners. How is 
Indy involved in this equation. Like the audience, I'm sure would love to hear the the iteration before Lonely Ghost is Lonely Ghost. Have we ever said the story? No. So Never? how we got the exclusive? All right. How exclusive. you're asking how we started Lonely Ghost? I want to know the the chunk before it started. Mm-hmm. Like what's what, when is the wheels starting to spin with okay. you guys? Let's rally. We got this. Okay. I think it's like this whole thing she's talking about at the beginning where she was. It's like all these little pieces that we've done up to this point is like in business, right? I learned how to fold clothes, which got me to this point. And then I started a business and then I worked in an architect studio learning space design. And then I started a festival called Rise Festival. It's now the largest lantern festival in the world. And then I started my own design studio. And what I've realize is I'm taking pieces of all these things and then just throwing them into Lonely Ghost. So I was working with Ghost Mouse. We were consulting with like Jake and Logan Paul on all their merch. And so we were creating their merch. I was seeing what they were doing in the back end. It was insane, you guys. This is like 2017. Like it was astronomical what these kids were making. And we knew that other business guys didn't know. We could see it. We had like It was like at the very beginning of like merch for for like YouTubers and stuff. And so I left. And you saw all the back end when it was flying off the shelves. Totally. And from the production side as well. So I kind of learned all of that. And then I worked at a crypto currency platform that literally I was working on that for two years and over a weekend, this the check stopped. No pay for almost two years. And we had just bought our house. Too. Yeah. So we had a mortgage what, what the next month. The business month. just shut down? A business partner took all the money and spent it. Embezzled every single cent. What happened to him? Her. I think he's in jail. Is he in jail? No, we were go- well, our, we were going to go fight it, but it was during like ICOs and when all those were popping off. And we didn't have the time to take this guy to court for us to like raise this ICO money. So it was just like, <sighs> it, it was, was over. So it was I, over in a weekend. Yeah. And so two years of not getting pay, we moved back to Utah, India, my not secret business partner <laughs> that we started Lonely Ghost with. She wanted to start a brand and she was talking to another group and it just didn't work out. And I was like, I know how to do this. And so I kind of just took pieces of all these things that didn't make sense or felt like failures growing up. Like, why am I working at a retail? Why am I doing this? And then- it all just like comes together. I think it's so important that that you point that out though, because I was t- I was talking to somebody the other day, a younger person, and then we they're trying to figure out their path. And I feel like so many people that don't know yet, they're like they they, they feel they have to jump into this one thing, and if they don't figure it out right away, it's like a failure. Mm-hmm. And the same thing reson- that you're saying resonates with me. It's like every single kind of like thing that I've done in my my career up until now is like these little pieces that kind of come together to, to what I'm doing now. Right. Totally. And like, if you don't have all these random experiences and it could be like working in a fast food or a service industry or mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is, you put it all together and it's called experience. And then you're able to figure out your real path in life. But so many people don't want to taste a bunch of stuff. They want to like yeah. have the path defined right away. It's oh not how life gosh. works. It's yeah. so true. Like we were not qualified to do anything we've ever done. I was not qualified to start the podcast. You were not qualified to start Lonely Ghost. You weren't qualified to create like Rise Festival. But I think that every single thing we did, it gave us this special little magic potion that you cannot go to college and learn. Like no one will teach you this stuff, but it was almost the audacity and the stupidity. That's what we acquired and just the desperation. We were desperate for a yeah. paycheck. And we, I mean, we did not think lonely would be what it 
is now. Like, let that be said. I mean, I'm going to say because you aren't. It is, in my opinion, the most successful merch brand that I've ever seen from a branding perspective and from a community perspective. Well, I think it's 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 a Thank it's you. surpassed being merch and it's a brand. Right. Yeah. So we started it. We started with four shirts. I went to H&M and I bought four white t-shirts. Wait, we have to say this because this is so important for like the young people that are listening. They're like, how do I start a brand? How do I start a brand? You guys, we didn't put a penny into this company. We it is have, debt free to yeah, this day. We didn't have money. We were stressing, right? Like I wasn't getting paid for a few years. And so at the time we started it, it was called Indie the Label, which felt too merchy. We wanted to create a real like not that the merch isn't a real brand, but we wanted just to push it more. Yeah, no, merch is merch, brands, brands. Yeah. yeah, and so I went to H&M. I bought four white t-shirts. We printed, I love you, say it back, is one of our sayings. And I sent it to my partner in LA. She shot a video. And we said, the, this shirt's going live, dropping Thursday at 7. Pre-sale. Pre-sale. What year was this? Because I 2019. Okay, so the last time you came on the show, I think, was 2019, and you guys were like just warming up. I'm gonna look at the date. Probably, yeah. probably. Yeah, because they brought me a sweater. It was you just had started. You were probably the first person yeah. that we ever brought a thing to. For real, I yeah. bet you were the first. So, what happens when you post? Like, what actually happens sales wise? So we sold 800 shirts in like five hours at $40 a piece. It was like 30 grand. And we're like, you guys, yo, we danced around naked. Like when I tell you <laughs> that was the happiest I've ever been in my life that day, it was like str literally striking gold. We're like, we fucking, we're going to pay our mortgage. Like we have a way to, it was shocking in all the ways life can be shocking. We didn't think it would work like that. Yeah. And it worked. I didn't have a business plan. I mean, we called it Indie the Label. And we rebranded in the first year. And like, you guys, my kids were pit packing. We, like in my actual kitchen table, we were loading all the, the items into the bags, sending it out. I was doing customer service. We finally had, we, we hired one employee like six months in. Yeah, Indie Boy, indie another boy. Indie. So we have an Indie Boy still with us and Indie Girl. And he was And they our both first have hire. diabetes. It's real confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it grew at bronze. I mean, it grew, it started growing exponent. Like they were doing month over month doubling. And that's when we knew we, we had something real, you guys. And then 2020 hit. 2020, where all production shut down. We are growing month over month like crazy. And then production stopped. And this is our first year of business. Bronze, like he's, he's a novice at like, he is the guy in charge. And we're looking at other brands slowing down production, stopping production overall. And we have this decision-making point where we're like, do we slow down? We're growing so much. What do we do? And he was just like, I'll figure it out. Like, but this I, is the dumb, stupid, like thing yeah. that everyone tells you not to do that he's just like, nah, I'm just going to continue to try to grow it. And then that was our most successful year to date, 2020. Well, yeah. I imagine in the category too, like probably so many people were in that stuff at home. I wore right? it the whole pandemic because oh, it's like, it's comfortable. Luck. It was so weird. Like, I was wearing it. Yeah, <laughs> we had, we made masks, like face masks for Coachella in 2019. Mm -hmm. And it was like, just like a fashion statement. And so when COVID hit, we were the only place you could buy masks. <laughs> We oh, you did it before COVID. Yes. yes. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Were just like, yes. yeah. There's which, so many little things. There's so weird many little things. things that just worked for us, you know, for that. So then how are you guys, and talk to me even like starting in the pandemic, how are you evolving the brand? Like, how are you weaving it through to today? Like, what what are the the struggles, the ups, the downs? Talk to us about like how you got here. I think the biggest thing through the pandemic was production stop. It used to take 
it used to cost three thousand to to ship a container from China yep. to here, and it was like thirty thousand at the time. And so we're like four times the length. Yeah, like we we can't do this, so we pivoted. Like we finally got all of our operations, all of our production dialed in China, and the second we did, shut down. So now we had to pivot. We're flying to LA, trying to find factories. We found some, but the margins are, we're paying a lot of money for a hoodie, right? Mm -hmm. It used to cost a fraction elsewhere. We go to LA and we had to do it that way. That was our only option. Side story on that. Remember when the Sioux Canal got all shut oh down? Oh my God. That's where our stuff was. Uh, Jay, yeah. you would put our, Wait, our yours lube was on was the boat? Your lube? No, our no, lube was probably stuck in the ice rollers went the ice rollers to the I ocean. I hate that canal. Yeah. To this day, it gives me a Bug. People a don't know what we're talking feeling. about, but the people that are in ship were shipping, yeah, there was like the boat got stuck there. Lowly the goes next to the lube, next to the ice rollers. <laughs> yeah. All of our shit. Weston's hair went gray overnight. He's like, my lube, it's stuck on the boat. So, so, so once the brand, well, I guess my first question is what, what's the first celebrity or influencer that wore your brand that you were like, fuck, like that is cool. Addison Ray, She wore our stuff in a TikTok and we're just like. Yeah. But then can I, we can cut this out. Yeah. You know, say it, say it. Then she goes. Well, you always say we're going to cut stuff out and we never <laughs> cut never anything do. out. Okay. So. <laughs> Addison Ray goes, and you guys don't have to say anything. We can go crickets here, but Addison Ray goes and copies the slogan because I listened to Wesley's podcast and you guys didn't say anything, mm -hmm. but she copied I love you, say it back and branded it on her shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but she got like annihilated for that. Yeah. I remember yeah, people like she from did. our community, really which bad. is crazy. Like that's when we felt like when we knew we had some crazy community because we at the time had like 60,000 followers, she had 60 million. But was it, like a, was it an her. intentional thing or was it like, oh, I just wasn't paying I attention? I truly don't think it was her. I think it was her people, you know, running her business. They might have even seen her wearing it and totally. pulled the slogan. Yeah. Totally. I think she was actually pretty innocent. And yeah. So what happened? The community attacked? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yo, you're stealing from this small Utah brand. So the next morning we wake up. How I found about out about it is we were on like Snapchat news and then all these like e-news and all these other magazines saying Addison Ray steals from this small Utah brand. brand. I mean, it was the best publicity we could have ever. We could have not paid yeah. for this type. You of, could not pay for that. No, 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 it was great. And I actually feel really bad for Addison Ray. Like, so, I really do. What happened with your sales that day? I mean, you don't have to tell specifics. Oh, but they like, blew up for a while. I, I feel like we didn't really benefit from that because of I, manufacturing. Oh. It was so shitty and we had no product. So the stuff that we did, we were like sending it out, but like it wasn't for sale, right? Because we were doing these drops where we do these collection drops and then they just sold out. And when it's gone, it's gone. Mm -hmm. And it's gone, it's gone. That was the thing that we started, the brand. We're like, okay, we're going to create this shirt and we're never going to run it again. So you get it and that's it. No permanent collection. It's just... Exactly. Yeah. But... We had to evolve. I Love You Say It Back is the most like interactive fucking shirt that we had to run it again it was like we're well, in like, this that's like i feel like there's stuff you have to have but I, but there's some stuff that you could just like totally and that was one of them that we had to have because the world at the point at that point and even now we're, we're so separated we're so like disconnected that like this shirt when everybody was like in their homes and we weren't connecting on like a on an energy level, like the COVID you, stuff, political would, stuff. It was bad. It was bad. But yet you'd wear this shirt and 10 random strangers would say they love you. And then it wouldn't be until later that night you get home and you're like, oh, 
that's why they were saying I love you because my shirt. So we're like, we got to run this. This is got this is like a staple piece. And then that kind of like shifted how we are doing our business. We want these interactive pieces. Texting when you get home. It's like, it's not like we're creating something new. We're just taking something that's like relatable and people can connect with and it's happening. Like people are connecting. I think what it doesn't like printing a hoodie doesn't get me up it in the morning, right? I'm not like stoked about creating clothes, but what I'm stoked about is like, there's real humans that are now creating their best friends from the community that we have. And it's real. And it's like, it's happening all the time. And that's what like gets us fired up with the brand. How do you guys make up these ideas? Like, are we going to the middle of nowhere and doing some mushrooms and licking a toad, <laughs> figuring this out? What are we doing here? That, There's yes. no way. This, is not, this is not like a conference call. Like, how are we creating these things? What's, yeah. what's the process? Get real. I think There's been a lot of mushroom trips a with you and and I in the back in the day. Yeah. And a then lot. just my partner, like she's so genius as well. She's like the yin to my yang in the way of I'm so visual and she's really good with words. And so it's like, hey, we have this idea for a summer collection or whatever. And then she'll come up with some sayings and then we'll take those and design and create a collection. But it's always in mind of like, how do we connect people or start conversation? We got to talk to her again too. It's been a while since we've talked to Indy. It's It's been been a while, but she has been on the podcast. You guys can listen to that episode too. And when she came on the podcast, she was pregnant. Yeah. And then all of that happened. She pulled a Kylie Jenner. She didn't tell people. You knew she was pregnant before the world knew. I knew, but then all of that happened where she had an early pregnancy and diabetes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is so like, gnarly. that is, that I was think we young, interviewed gnarly. her and then it happened like right she after. She almost died. Weeks. She like got life flighted to the hospital and they're like, okay, you're, we got to deliver your baby months and months before. Yeah, that was gnarly. That I is so, that. so, so scary. So scary. But I will say the way the community rallied around her was really impressive, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And also just the way you guys have leaned into the community is so impressive. I mean, even they, they did this shoot, you guys, if you're listening, it's on their Instagram where it's all of your community came out to the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You you guys tell Salt it. Flats. You guys tell it. You guys tell it. Yeah. So we had this idea of getting... We needed a lot of models for this shot. We were doing this drone shot with probably 70 or 80 models laying down in the salt flats. It's just this beautiful spot in Utah where it's just all salt. There's nothing. There's no hills, no nothing. And we had 70 or 80 people show up to put on our hoodies and lay in salt for hours. And, and it you was just like, like it's you pull from your actual from your Instagram followers. You just like you pull put a from it. I just feel like brand is dead. Like Brands are dead. Everyone has a brand. And if you go on their Instagram, they all look beautiful and their feeds are beautiful. But like, where's the soul? There's no feeling when I'm here. I'm like, okay, cool. These are beautiful photos, but I don't feel anything. And I think that's where I, I think what I'm really good at is bringing experience to things, right? I care so much about the experience. If it's a t-shirt, I care about every single touch point what the tag says what the packaging is it's not like just put it in a brown bag it's like hey we have an opportunity to do something new or different i feel like 
you and I are like very. Me too. You are. are. I think this about you, Lauren. We you are, are the, the female version of bronze. Uh, yeah. Honestly, there's. I don't like. I just, sometimes I tell Michael, I'm like, it's not even about the money. Like, no, it's not I mean, about yeah. the money. <laughs> it's not, that. and that's why it it's works. Not if every single touch point you just said it is not is not it. I can't. I don't. Or I'd rather can't. You don't Same. know the way that this man talks about you. Okay, do you know that how many ice rollers he's bought from you? No, stop. <laughs> do you know? Are you them? Well, because he knows, I'm obsessed. He I'm... looks at the packaging. He opens up the packaging and he's like, "Huh?" He's like whoa. dissecting it. Whoa. I know. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We're taking a long sauna tomorrow, so. Uh, <laughs> but it is no. a joke. He really appreciates that because I think it takes one to know one, and he can see that you are operating at the same level that he's operating at, where you genuinely care about every aspect of like the delivering of the product. But don't, don't, we, you, our type needs a, a partner that's very specific. Me, I'm because not, I, I am the Michael. I yep. need to be I'm handled. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I need to be handled, like maneuvered in the right direction or I will I'll just, be in, no, I will I'll be in Alice in Wonderland. Same. You have to take Same. him out of the room, shut the door and make some logistical calls and then bring him in and it's just good. Yeah, I know, the thing is, I know what it's like to manage someone like uh -huh. him and I do believe if we did not have the right partner in life, it can get too vague and too ambiguous and too you like I would be talking like, well, maybe when they get it, it comes down from a spaceship <laughs> and the spaceship comes to yeah, the but, door and yeah. delivers it like I will go. So yeah. and Michael's like, Lauren, like, you know, maybe we can't do the actual brown box that comes in in pink with like, I want like the tracking, like but, the but, tracking but, thing to be like, can the UPS man show up in pink and deliver it and sing a song? You'll find a yeah. way. But yeah, this, but, but I think this is like, speaking of like picking the right partner, I think if uh, on my side, if I am too analytical and I didn't have somebody to kind of like bring that creative side, I would also just be like in my head, mm -hmm. like it, it's too much. That's, that's why I'm saying like, we need would, you. What would be a disaster? And I think and, um, maybe this is, people won't like me saying this. I think if your type and your type got no, no, together, no. it's a mess. No, no, no. Right? Like it's too, mess. it's too much. It's like, we or, would, or like, or we would kill each other. Like you have to have yeah. that kind of like balance. I have, we have some really close friends who you guys would love. Hi, Gillian Hamaristio. And he is ex like so creative. He's like, you guys could, you know, probably go and take mushrooms and like end up gone for two months. Right. Like, yeah. like we wouldn't find you. And me and Gillian were walking ahead one day in New York and we're just like, hey, they're, these two are supposed to be following us. Let's just turn around and like watch them. And you just see them like talk. They just keep. Didn't they, even look where I was going. They didn't going. know where they were going. They're just walking aimlessly. I'm so like, used to Michael telling me where to stand, yeah. what to do, yeah. where I need to be, what time, when it's time to go. Because I just get lost. Like they were the, just going. Like they didn't know. Where, they just were wandering off. And I'm like, where are you guys going? They have no idea. But Michael, do you call yourself the dream killer? Are you the dream killer? Oh, oh such a Because I am the dream killer. And sometimes I'm like, don't just like, don't make me be the dream killer just for a month. I don't think I'm a dream killer as much as I'm like, hey, let's re let's refine that a bit and organize those <laughs> yeah. thoughts, right? Like, because here's the thing, I am her biggest fan and believe in everything she's doing and know like that it's the the potential is endless. But I'm like, let's channel it in an organized way so that people that are maybe not that can digest it. Yeah. Right. Oh, you should have seen them with all the product ideas. I'm like. Let's do a pink strap that hangs from the ceiling that tractions your neck. He's like, Lauren, we gotta, we gotta refine this. Honey. I'm trying to think of like an absurd product. I mean, and listen, also when she like speaking of launching a brand, and as you know, like you're you're trying to speak to a consumer or a community in an organized way so that they can digest what you're putting out there, right? And they, it has to be understandable, right? Yeah. Like, she wanted to throw like like we're like okay, we're in parenting, we're in this, we're in that. And I'm like, dude, 
nobody's gonna know what the fuck we're talking yeah. about, right? We gotta organize this, uh, yeah. right? A yeah. lonely ghost baby would be cute though. Like, I know. Are you baby ghost? So cute. It would be so cute. Oh my gosh, we're doing dog toys. Can you say that? Yeah. If we have to cut We're doing all of it. Dog we're doing events. Amazing. We're doing music. But you could do that now because you have state. a brand. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? You guys did it. the cutest ghost grocery store. Talk to us about the experiences that you've done. You it's, guys, okay, this is it. This is like where I come in as the dream killer just a little bit. But like you have fun, you have now people in your life. Like this is where hiring, if you're going to own a business, the number one thing that we can just, just please learn how to hire the right people. That is it. Hire the right people. That is the only thing you have to learn how to do when you own and operate a business. But you now have people in your life that will that are that for you. So I don't have to be the dream killer. But Ghost Grocery was one of the just you hit the ball out of the park with that one. Like, yeah, you can so, buy sweats out of a bread bag and it's just cute. as <laughs> Yeah. Again, it's the experience. And we didn't invent like a grocery store. Right. There's people doing that. And it's also something relatable. It's something that is boring and we're like let's make it cool and let's make it on brand for us so we had we have a grocery store as a retail space and we have all these random products like ghosty charm cereal that like you get your t-shirt in a cereal box or you know one of these daily we call these the dailies because they're just something you can wear daily we have them in like a daily bread section and we've got a pharmacy so if you want like an accessory or a, a lighter i almost brought you guys one but we would we have these pill bottles and we write like it's like an RX label and we put Lauren Bostick and put it on the thing and put the lighter and put it in the bag and staple it and like it's a full experience because that's what lights me up. It's like yeah we could have just made a simple retail store and had our clothing, but it would have like, been what, beautiful. What, it would have been branded well, but it's just boring as fuck. And everyone in the world does it. All right, I was away on vacation for two weeks. I am not the best doing my own hair. Wella Professionals just released its most luxurious hair care line, Ultimate Repair, and it's this leave-in spray. I brought it on vacation. It's super luxurious, smells delicious, and it repairs hair damage in 90 seconds. This was so needed. When I do a slick back bun, I use like a wax to slick it back. But first, I always put on something that helps my hair become smoother. And also, I always am like psycho about breakage. I don't want to put my hair in a bun, especially when I'm on vacation and have all this breakage happening. So what I did was I used Wella Professionals Ultimate Repair Miracle Hair Rescue. I sprayed it in my hair and used like a wax stick and then slicked it back. And I felt really good that it was in the bun because the Miracle Hair Rescue Spray was like rehabbing my hair while it was in the bun. It was a real move. Their entire line includes AHA, which rebuilds hair bonds from the inside out, and Omega-9, which replenishes outside layers. So that's why my hair was feeling so smooth. So that's why when I put it in the bun and I would take it out, my hair would feel so smooth after. It's vegan, cruelty-free, dermatology-tested, safe for colored hair, formulated without artificial dyes. And you guys, the best part, the omega-9, I'm telling you, that's really going to target the outside of the hair fiber. So if you're going to do a bun, make sure you try some of this leave-in spray. It's by Wella Professionals, which has over 140 years of experience. And it was originally developed for professional use. So you know it's good. And now it's available to you. Of course, I have a code. You can purchase Ultimate Repair Miracle Hair Rescue at Ulta now. You can also go to Wella.com. That's W-E-L-L-A.com to learn more. 
My big thing in my life is saving time. Anywhere that I can save time, I'm about. And let me tell you how to save time when it comes to your workouts. Allo Move. It's a streaming on-demand wellness platform that features yoga, fitness, meditation, and so much more from one of my favorite brands, Allo Yoga. You've seen Allo Yoga everywhere. You guys, these studio session classes are going to inspire you to take it to the next level, body, mind, spirit, from the comfort of your own home. It's beginner to advanced. They have yoga, bar, Pilates, cardio, hit, all the things. They also have relaxing guided meditations, sound bath, and breath work. So it's like everything in one. And here's the thing. It's fresh new content. They have like over 100 new classes added every single month. So they're very efficient with how they run this. And I just feel like it fits in the schedule. If you're home and you want to do something on demand, it is incredible, especially if you're a busy mom like me. You should know it's not just me that's loving Allo Moves. It was voted best wellness app of 2022 by InStyle Magazine and best yoga app of 2023 by Women's Health. For a limited time, Allo Moves is offering our listeners a free 30-day trial, you guys. Plus, get this, 50% off an annual membership. But you can only get this by going to allomoves.com and use code SKINNY in all caps. That's allomoves.com and all caps code SKINNY to get a free 30-day trial plus 50% off an annual membership. Allomoves.com, code skinny, all caps. Allomoves.com, code skinny, all caps. Quick break to talk about Top Golf. For years, people have asked me if I golf. I love golf, but it's a big commitment of time and energy. I don't have all this time to get on the course, get the clubs, do the whole thing, sit there for hours and hours, which is why I love Top Golf. Because it's golf, it's not golf, it's Top Golf. What I love about Top Golf is it's casual, it's fun, it's for everyone. Anyone looking to have a good time and get out and do something different, you can bring groups or you can go on a date. If you are of the competitive nature, you could take it up a notch. It doesn't have to be so casual. They have a system there where you can keep scores, keep track of who's winning, keep track of who's doing the best. We've even brought our company for company outings and happy hours. It really does have something for everyone. And like I said, it's completely casual and not overwhelming. If you don't golf, it doesn't matter. Everyone can play, like I said, even if you've never swung a club. It's all fun, no pressure. It's comfortable. You can relax and play. You can order food and drinks. It really is just a great time. So if you're looking to change up your routine and do something different on your night out or day out, this is your answer, Top Golf. What I love about it is it's also outside, but with the comfort of being inside. So try something new, have some fun, get a little activity in with Top Golf. If you are of the competitive nature, you could take it up a notch. It doesn't have to be so casual. They have a system there where you can keep scores, keep track of who's winning, keep track of who's doing the best. I know we did that with your media and everyone loved it. So you can keep it casual. You can keep it competitive. You can have some food. You can have some drinks. Go on a date night. Go solo. Go with a group. Go with a company. They got something for everybody. Top Golf. So check it out. It's golf. It's not golf. It's Top Golf. Download the app, book a bay, and come and play around. Also, you guys did the Halloween thing. Oh my, we do. I'm sitting on the edge of my couch, like, (laughs) oh my god, I need to move to Utah. I'm like, I need to move to Utah because, like, I just like. Well, it's like our businesses are terrible. Throw them away. (laughs) No, I want to like go and like experience these. It's the best experiences of any brand I've ever seen. So talk about the Halloween. Okay, so our name is Lonely Ghosts, and Halloween is our Christmas. And so we just wanted, and I love events because events are full experiences. It's like how it's set up. What it, what are you listening to? What does it smell like? How do you meet your friends? How you, do you, you go somewhere with them? Yeah. So we, we teamed up with a local haunted forest. They've been doing it for like 30 years. And we're like, hey, can we use all of your employees and just skin it and have it be the lonely forest for one night? 
you know, instead of trying to create, do all the operations. And so they're like, yeah, let's do that. And so we, on Halloween two years ago, we, we put up tickets, sold out. Within like what, an hour? An hour, we had thousands of teenage girls flying by themselves to Utah to go through a haunted forest because they knew they would meet someone to go through the forest with. Like it just to see that was was bananas. But we did that two years ago. And then last year we did a Halloween party that up in Salt Lake. And then this next year we're trying to do an event down in LA for the LA Halloween. People. Yeah, just keep that rolling. So how do you think that you'll evolve the brand over the next like five years? What is you guys is like, like, can you give us a little bite size of you guys' conversations behind the scenes? I think I want to go into real estate. We wanted to do this thing called Ghost House, where we would buy these homes in rad spots like a Park City house in the woods and Palm Springs house and all these different, you know, spots that people could go. And then we would open it to our community. Maybe they get a discount code. And then we started thinking, well, if we could go buy motels and redo motels, then we can get 20 different people to stay one night Versus instead of just eight. a group oh, taking over so the, the house. So I really want to like, I want to do that. I think that it's authentic to us. I love hotels more than anything. Like I love Give going and staying. Give this man a beautiful hotel. A hotel with a, a zip hotel. up song with a labia in it. And it's <laughs> love like, it. fuck, what more do you want? What more do you want? <laughs> I think events like music festivals. I think even just like getting people together to have panels and just, we. I really want to bring value to people if that's like, hey, this is how we meditate or this is how we do breath work and just kind of open that up to our community. That's really where I want to, you know, take this, this brand, and then so more, just more experiential and just reinforce. More, yeah. yeah, in the flesh, get off of the digital shit. Like I'm over it. I'm, I'm over, over the it. Phone. I'm over. I throw it. I throw it across the room at seven thirty. It's across the room, and I don't touch it till eleven. Do you I know don't that I delete Instagram every night. I delete smart. it every single it. night. And then by like two o'clock the next day, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm Jones in for some Instagram. But I have to re-download it it's every like single heroin. day. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh, but just, if it's on my phone, I'll just look at it. But if I have to re-download, it's kind of like an issue. Just so like stop with the digital night. platforms, except like listen to all the podcasts. Still. Like, that's, that's oh, podcasts yeah. are the best. 100%. Yeah. Don't, don't, forget, don't forget to listen to the podcast. No, you, there's so much <laughs> value in podcasts for real. So how do you intertwine what you're doing with your podcast and everything you're working on with Lonely Ghost, Brano, Indie. How do you guys all, oh is it like, an, uh, like, how do you manage all this? It's a lot. It's a lot. It, well, I've taken a major step back. Like I was in the weeds with Lonely for a long time. And then it was COVID and I was homeschooling all my kids and I started the podcast. So it was just too much. Yes, I was homeschooling all three kids while I was doing the podcast, while Lonely was scaling. It was, it was too much. So I've, I haven't been involved in Lonely for, I'd say almost two years now. Like I totally took a step back. But it's like how I am with your media. I'm not involved. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I'm stuff. involved. I know. All like I'm puppeteer. <laughs> Throw a match. Pass <laughs> the ketchup. <laughs> I know all so the things, but I, I love that I don't have to be involved. I My dipped. favorite is like a little, like, like a little whisper. And then I like go in the other room. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's not what I would do. <laughs> I have finally said to Bronson, I'm like, Bronson, have I ever been wrong? Have I ever been wrong? So my words, I I choose them very wisely and I'm, I'm sparse. I say little, but when I say something, it carries weight and I know it. So I don't abuse my power, but I, I know, you know, you know. Yeah. 
It's, a, sure. it's a life of a wife. Life of a Lauren, wife. You yeah. are not sparse and you say way too much all the time. And That's I, not true. You talk way more than me. <laughs> you know that you guys are are some of the first people that ever told me about breath. I don't remember where we were. I sent you a video. I remember being like, Lauren, you got to talk about this. This is Wim Hof. Yes. Yeah, so you, you sent me the video and then you guys told me you did a breath class where you guys got high. Yes. Off air. So... <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are super into like sauna, cold plunge, all the yeah. things. What are the things that you guys do on a daily basis to like stay healthy? We do. I mean, literally, we do naked yoga sauna sessions where it's naked like yoga sauna. because then you just jump in like you're sweaty. So listen, this is our sauna session. And have, you have a sauna. Have you not done this? No, I've never done this. You have to be naked. You 100 percent have to be naked in the sauna. Have you never well, done this? Let me tell you what's going on in our house. We have all sorts of people in there right now. And I think if they saw me balls out in the yard. <laughs> like who? Like you, like, like people? Like, like, peop- like, like people, not children, like people. Like, like a like, nanny? Like, like a nanny? Yeah, but then oh. there's also people around. Yeah, nanny like- Weston's in the guest room. <laughs> oh, okay, you can't do it naked. No, tell us about naked yoga. Though. I'm yeah, still it would, on this. It would be... Um, I'll try it. Go just ahead. be awkward give it a night. <laughs> okay, so like you, I have this... Ama- uh, this is an Amazon thing too. It's ginger oil. Ginger oil. So you put ginger oil all over your whole body. You this do the dry brush. Okay, you do the dry brush you do the gua sha you do the face thing and then you just do like i do a ice workout. roller oh we always have your ice roller in the damn every thing. day every freaking day we do the ice roller so we i have like bands and just eight pound weights in my sauna and you have to get naked because you're so sweaty and oily that it will ruin your bathing suit so that's where the nakedness comes in you you cannot gua sha your body with a swimming suit okay but i have a barrel sauna so i don't know how i can move and you're, you're gonna have to show me this tomorrow i'll show you there's a way I have figured it out. I will show you this. You probably have more room in your sauna than we do in ours. You really? Do, yeah. She's doing full okay, naked workout. But is it a flat surface? Because we have like the, it's a. Oh, it's going it's a, up on the sides. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a barrel. It's a, you know? it's a circle. Yeah. So you'll show us more. I will. I'll but at the bottom is flat. No. Yeah. yeah, but you'll see. There's like, okay. <laughs> we'll see. see. Okay. So, so you just got to do a little band workout. Like I work out. I'm not kidding you. Bronson, I work out for 15 minutes a day. Then we do some stretching. We hop into the, the cold plunge. We start our day. That's it. I'm not going to the gym. I'm not working out. I'm not doing any of this stuff. I do a 15 minute band free weight naked yoga sauna sesh. And that's it for wellness. And then you do cold plunge every morning? Every morning. Every How morning. long do you guys do it? I don't do it every morning. Do I need to do it every morning? I think it really just helps. Just the 11 minute a week type of thing Humerman spends talking about. I, I've i been doing it a couple times a day. Bronze I'll do, do it, it in the morning because it just gets me like my head space right. But then if I feel like I'm stuck or I'm like cloudy, I'll just go get in and you and I but are, are you so going... similar though? When he's talking, I get cloudy too in that ice bath. It's like a drug addict. It's yeah. just, it's, 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 it clears the, it clears the windshield. Wait, how long do you go in when you go in? Two to three minutes each. Okay, so I'm thinking like when I was texting you today, I was like almost going to say like, if you guys are up for it, because you know, some people are like, yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah. So I should have been like, this is just another <laughs> oh. fucking fart in your day. Yes. Yeah, like, like I needed to come to over today. this morning to like get get there yes, but we had we to were, do it in the shower yeah. and it's oh just you not guys could have come over this morning too cold showers suck i didn't They're realize harder you, than, yeah, they are. than ice baths wait so this is the protocol we're doing tomorrow okay so i'm gonna give him mine you can give him yours well it's the same thing it's just like she tries to win by well doing they're like not gonna care minute. this yeah. is not a big deal for them three mm-hmm. minute okay Tw- 15 no, so minutes sauna three minute 15 minutes sauna three and yeah a half that's minute. gnarly that's yeah, like your so whole week. A, but in here's a day. the thing. So I talked to my friend Andrew. Hi, Andrew. I texted him about this and I was like, okay, the protocol you're saying 11 minutes and 57, and the whole thing why I don't do what Lauren does is because 
I actually think what Lauren does becomes easier if you get so used to it and you're doing it so intensely. <laughs> so fast. Like, so what, no, but I'm, I'm being honest. Like the whole idea is like, I don't want to get acclimated to the cold. <laughs> so Lauren right? goes longer and more intense. <laughs> Hers but is easier. She does is easier. <laughs> no, because she, she goes in there too long and I feel, and then she's like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. And she gets all fucked up and no. can't do the workouts. It's, you get so all fucked up. You Wes get too is hot coming too tomorrow uh-huh. and Wes is a real bitch about it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. But well, that's the protocol we're going to do. But I have a funny story but, about but Wes. Three minutes and is, I Michael. don't feel like you get the benefit. Yeah, you do. You guys, listen to this. What's the funny story about Wes? <laughs> Michael Bostick, I get a text. This is like two months ago. I get a text and it is like, we will push through on this. Da, da, da. I don't even know. It's very businessy and very direct. Oh, was it me to you? But I actually yes. sent it to you. <laughs> he thought I was Weston Mitchell. He thought I was what? And I, and that's like on a text thread with someone else. And I'm like, he's fucking texting me. He thinks this, but I'm just letting it play out. Cause I like want to see Michael Bostic in this like boss what did I man. Say? It was intense. It was intense. Oh, how but it was like very direct. His muscles look <laughs> Wait, big. No, I, I was on. like, I was like, at some point there was like a follow-up question. And I was like, I got to tell him. I'm did Weston I ever Mitchell. correct it? Yes, because I said, hi, this is Wesley, not Weston Mitchell. And you were like, oh, fuck. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, whoever this is about, whatever it is about, just say yes. This is like a gnar. It was gnarly. I We will I wonder, talk about this tomorrow. I whatever what, it was. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up. Deal. I wonder what it oh, was. He saves his text messages. Oh I don't delete mine. I can't do with that. Wait, I, I, you delete I, your text? I, I can't. Because I'm too, I have, I get too distracted if I don't have it off my to-do list. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Wow. No, but it was good. I'm excited to. to do this tomorrow with you guys. It'll be fun. While he's looking up his, his text messages in his archive, I want to know about your podcast because. Oh, I know what it's about. I'm reading it now. <laughs> is it in was I reading into it correctly? It wasn't as intense, but it was with legal stuff. Yeah. Oh, see, it sounded very important. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't something bad. It was just like it was. Yeah, it's legal, like back and forth work. Yeah. I've listened to your podcast multiple times. You've opened up a lot about plant medicine, yes. spiritual awakenings. Yes. You also recently something that I listened to was like you owned sort of the space that you're in and you said that you're going to stop feeling guilty or mad at it, but you're just going to embrace it. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about that? Well, I realized I've just been fucking pissed off for like 10 years, but not allowing myself to be angry. Like there was this stigma that I had with like an angry woman that that just was never okay for me to be. Like I should be grateful and I should be, I'm blessed and all my kids are healthy, healthy and I should be happy about all that. And I am, but I was also, there's this underlying tone of just rage that I've been going through that I have never felt. And not, not because anyone else is around me, like, don't be mad. You can't be mad. It's like very much a personal thing where I, I didn't allow myself to be like a healthy enraged fuck you person. I bet you a lot of that. And tell me if I'm wrong, but it has to do with the religion that you grew up in constantly suppressing everything. It, yes. se- it seems like that religion is very... It comes up and out. So I've been processing it for like a long time. And you talked about the plant medicine part. That has been such a tool in Bronson and I's tool belt. Like really, yeah. we we come at the plant medicine thing with like a healthy approach, a lot of respect. It's blowing up right now in a way that really actually freaks me out. Like I, I think that it's lucrative. I think that people are excited about it. And I think that they all want to jump into this space. And to me, it's just terrifying because the way that we've always done this is like through a true blue shaman in from a line, like a lineage where they live, where they're from. And we get a lot out of that. And now it feels like every willy nilly, I mean, in Utah specifically, like people are just doing it in their basement, like every single weekend. So it's, 
we love it. And we also want to speak to like a healthy approach and do a lot of research. When you say plant medicine, are you talking shrooms, ayahuasca? What are you talking? I do ayahuasca. That's like my med. I, I call myself a student of that medicine, meaning like I'll go back to that probably till I'm dead. I just did seven nights just three weeks ago. Holy seven shit. Seven nights in a row, you guys. It was. You got to tell me where you go. You got to give me the info sanity. on there. I will tell you. Seven nights in a row. In a row. Yeah. This is like an immersive program. Like I worked my way. Were you with her? No. Yeah, that's what they say. They say don't go together, right? We, we have. did, though. We yeah. did a couple years ago and? and did four nights. And Ayahuasca is not Bronson's medicine. It's, it's a little spicy for you. Yeah, it's a, it's heavy. And it's like, it's I'm such a feeling guy and I just want to be like feeling good in Ayahuasca and I don't like purging. And like, that's a big thing for Ayahuasca. And I, I'm more in my head about how I feel than actually like what I'm processing. It's huge, and I'm sure I'm gonna do it again. Mushrooms Psilocybin is your is your thing. Is my lot. thing. Yeah. Have you looked a toad? Bufo. Yeah. I've done combo, and then we're doing this. It's the female version of the toad called Varola. Have you heard of that? Uh uh-uh. uh So yeah. yeah, it's it's like the female Bufo. What does it feel like to lick a toad? I haven't licked the toad. They burn <laughs> it into your skin. See oh, all excuse these me. Dots? They burn, yeah. yeah, they See burn all those it. Dots on her. They burn it. You, in- okay, Lauren. Out of anyone I know, you would be so about this. I'm not like out of. You just need to come to Utah with my people who are vetted, who are like really oh, I'm good going at this. a trip to Utah. We have some things you to do. You would yeah. love this. The benefits are out of, I did it. Okay, this is like my caveat. Like I lost 10 pounds after the first three rounds I did. Why? Because it cleans your whole body system from your hormones to your gut, to your lymph. Every system in your body, it cle- it purges. Wait, it resets how long does the, the high last? You're not high at all. It is a purge. Like you are like throwing up into a bucket. You feel like shit. Your face blows up. Have you ever seen people who do combo? Uh-uh. Well, you text you me You need to show her yes. that photo you took. I'll her. take, I'll show you my face. You look like you will get a-, a You need an ice roller. <laughs> you yeah. need an ice roller. <laughs> yeah. You look like your old version of yourself. Like you blow up into an old lady version of yourself. So it purges everything. And you, you're supposed to do it three times within a 28-day period. So you're hitting all the hormonal cycles for a woman. And nothing in my life has changed my health and wellness more. Combo. Same. So we have to make a trip to Utah to do some very important business. Mm -hmm. And we will be going without children so I can get boofed. How do you say (laughs) it? This one's combo. 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 Um, I love you, but I think that might be a solo trip for you. (laughs) That's fine. I'll go. Can you do it again or no? No, I do it. I do it about three times a year. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to plan it around like, so there's no high. No high at all. This is okay. not like plant medicine. You're not tripping out. It's 20 minutes of the worst flu-like symptoms of your life. And then you just need to go home, take a nap. I'll be your doula. I'll take care of you. You'll just sleep the rest of the day. Huh. And then you're, and then the next day you wake up, you are like your 11-year-old version, like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like energy that you have not experienced in 25 years. What is it actually doing to you? So people call it a poison and it's really unfortunate because it's not a poison. It's a poison if you ingest this. It's So it's from a, a giant monkey tree frog and it's like the poison from that frog. And if you ingest it, it is poisonous. But if you burn it into your skin superficially, it's just peptides. They have, there's more peptides. When you say burn it into your skin, like what? Like So they take a little stick and they burn marks into your, it, yeah. it creates like a channel, like an opening into the lymph. And then they take the combo and they rub it on the superficial wounds and it gets into your bloodstream. Does it hurt? The, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, so there's more peptides what? There's more peptides in this than they have names for. And so if you do peptide therapy, like chiropractors are doing this, it costs $8,000 for like a series of peptides. 
this is also 600 bucks and there's more in this than they have names for. Peptides. No, Lauren, don't, you always try to. Peptides she, she reads, give you skin tags. She tries to. Re- <laughs> peptides? No. I don't have skin tags. No, Lauren, Lauren, you are the last person to speak on peptide. What is a peptide, Lauren? I don't know anything okay, about so it. <laughs> I don't know anything about I'm being self-aware. I don't no, know anything no. about it other than Lauren, I know because I know about Lauren, skin. Lauren, it gives I, you skin tags. So if you want to say this one won't, not the giant monkey tree. No, that's frog. I'm doing the majority monkey I will not let you speak on peptides on this show without somebody because okay. you have no idea what a peptide even is. Okay. <laughs> if there's a penis growing off your What is a peptide, Lauren? I don't know what peptides are. I just know they give you skin. I know had... what they are. It's a short chain amino acid yes, and it yes. creates collagen. So this yes. is, yes. And I know my skin shit. Tags. And it might cause skin tags when gone through a chiropractic, but not if they burn it into your skin by a shot. No, shower. no, no. Not not what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Not peptides, what you're doing, the synthetic peptides. Okay. 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 Not Fine. what you're doing. Good. Okay. Oh my God. I, if I get a skin tag, you're the first person I'm texting. Oh, holy shit. I am my own. No, no, no but I'm I don't own. think that the, the, the natural way is giving the skin tag. Okay. I don't think so. I might either. have a brain hemorrhage if you keep talking about peptides. On that <laughs> skin tag note, can we do, do you guys want to do a code or do you, I don't even know if you do codes. Do you do codes for Lonely Ghost? Yeah. I mean, we've code? never done one, but let's do one. You want to do a code? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Do you want to do it on one sweater? Do you want to do it on a hat? What do you want to do it on? Let's do it on the whole website. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Because what if they don't like the sweater? Can we call it Skinny Ghost? Well, then fuck that. Yes. I was just going to say Skinny Ghost. Let's do it. That's good. Skinny Ghost, you pick the percentage. 20%. Wow. I'm going to use that code. I have to tell Same. you, too, I am such a big fan of all the sweaters. Everything that you guys send me, I love. Michael put on the short, the short cashmere shorts. Had to take those <laughs> off him. His balls were tucked up to his belly button. There might have been a few skin tags. <laughs> oh, I I... not on the ball. This is why she's so aware no. of them. No, but... there's not skin tags. There's, <laughs> there's no skin okay. tags. Michael doesn't have a skin tag. But <laughs> she but... read one article about someone, and they she's gonna, and now she's like, "You never do peptides." Not again. true. I've done my own research. You've not done any um... fucking research. <laughs> so I'm obsessed with your sweaters, you guys. I love them. I wear them all the time. I think they're the best sweaters. They're so comfortable. They also wash well. So go to LonelyGhost.com. Co. LonelyGhost. Look at you guys. Youthful Gen Z. God damn it. We want the calm, but. No, I like the co. LonelyGhost.co and use code SKINNYGHOST. 20% off their whole website. And can we do a giveaway of YouTube's favorites from the site? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Well, (laughs) mine's this. No, from the well, yeah, we can give away balls too. We'll give away that. that is for you. That's I'm getting both. You're giving you me this? Both of you. I almost bought this the other day. Oh stop my. And then I thought stop. maybe you'd be nice enough. Why would you guys yeah, b- stop. don't buy Just anything? Just text me. Okay. Just text me. Thank the you. only balls you want on your face. Yes. Yeah. See, this is what he would dissect. Only balls you want. And the yeah. But I got to give you new ones because this is slightly faded in the sun and I can't do that. Okay. So anyways, um, (laughs) we're going to give away pink balls, the skinny confidential pink balls. But can we give away like like a couple sweaters from? Yes. Okay. Okay. You guys can pick the sweaters. All you have to do is follow at Lonely Ghost on Instagram. And then tell us your favorite part of this episode besides skin tags on my latest (laughs) post at Lauren Bostic. Where can everyone find you guys listen to your podcast? All the things for Lonely. Okay. Lonely Ghost. We have the handle for that. So that's great. Instead of just not dot com. And Brano, B-R-O-N-O is where you can follow me. 
Mine is Wake Up With Wesley on Instagram. And that's my podcast name too. Right now I'm taking a break. I'm, uh, I just finished season two. So season three should be out next fall. I like the breaks and I'll tell you why. It's nice like absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, so it's honey. like a break and then I'm like, I want more. It, you know what I mean? Everything starts stinking after three days. Oh, Guess, it's like a husband fish. too. It's yeah. like, I'm going to Make right them want you. That's yeah. my secret sauce. Like a three sauce. minute ice bath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for coming Zing. on. Anytime you guys want to come on, hands down, you are welcome. Thank love you. You guys, thank, thank you both. Thank you. Love you guys. We love you. We are doing a lonely ghost giveaway. My dinner, myself. All you have to do this time, it's a little different, is tell us your favorite part of this episode on our YouTube channel. So go to our YouTube channel, check this episode out, and just comment below. We will pick a winner to win some fun lonely ghost. And make sure you're following them on Instagram at lonely ghost. Also, if you loved Wesley and Bronston and you can't get enough, we've done three other episodes with them and they also have been on the blog. We'll see you next time.